now we're going to do a bit more of a, a topic kind of thing. Um, we're going to be, be, I guess, loosely predicting next-gen. We don't know too much about it yet. Uh, the PlayStation 5 and the next Xbox haven't even like been announced, but they will be on the way. Uh, Nintendo will probably do something after the Switch. We don't know what that is, but we're going to be doing some guessing, some predictions. Uh, of course, we're going to be right and wrong about stuff. Um, is there anything you would like to predict up front? Uh, yeah, I'm going to predict that they don't actually make an official, official-ish generational thing for uh, uh, Xbox, just because they've already set themselves up to not have to do that. Yeah. Uh, with They've already had two uh, console you know, hardware refreshes with the One S and the One X. And so with all the backwards compatibility that they're doing, uh, and the fact that they're only now just starting to come out with 8K TVs, and you're not even at like a good 40% uh, of uh, uh, adaptability for the 4K TVs. Yeah, not everyone even has those yet, so. Yeah, so there's no real reason to do <coughs> anything dramatic. I mean, they're always going to be playing with tech. They're always going to be seeing, you know, how can we make this better? How can we make this cheaper? You know, how can we do this, that, and the other? I just don't see an actual, actual, like, any kind of refresh anytime soon. Okay. Do you see a PlayStation 5 happening, though? Yeah, PlayStation 5 kind of has to happen. Yeah. Uh, just because they still can't do, like, native 4K, even though they can do 4K, it's still not, like, uh, um, you know, there. I mean, hell, if you don't even buy the uh, PlayStation 4 Pro, even if you do buy the PlayStation 4 Pro, you can't play a 4K disc. Mm-hmm. It has to do it digitally. Yeah. Uh, so hardware-wise, there's a lot of changes that they can make uh, to do that. I wouldn't see anything out at least another year just because they don't have to. They've got so much sales in the PS4 and the PS4 Pro that uh, you know they're so far ahead they don't really need to make a next generation. No. But past that, they definitely could. I mean, there's definitely things they need to improve with their game. I mean, we're still getting reports of uh, you know game lag and game slowdown. More for uh, occasionally, depending on the game, we get a little bit from uh, Xbox, but it always seems to be more on the PlayStation side. Honestly, they need to. What they really, really need to do is fix their store, because this yeah. is the one common complaint I hear from people that are they're heavy into the PS4 is that the store is old and outdated, and it's not. It's kind of clunky, and it doesn't really have a good fluidity to it. Yeah, I have to agree with that. So. Um... Yeah, mostly on the same page as you. I think that uh, I think you'll see a PS5 that is, or PlayStation 5 rather, that is either as good as the One X or like close to it. Because um, I think in terms of hardware, that's one of the things that they do need to improve, and that's one of the things that the One X does do very well. Um, so I think if we see the Xbox One X just be that for the next couple of years or whatever, uh, and then you see a PS5 come out, I would say earliest 2020. I would say latest is like 2022. Um, that's r- roughly the range I'd say on time-wise. Um, I think you'd see uh, if it if it comes out 2020. I think E3 2020 or May or just before whatever uh, is when it will get revealed, and then I think it will be out. You know, holiday holiday season. That's what they tend to do. Um, uh, see, I think the Xbox will. I think what they're going to focus on now because you've got. 
you've got the hardware, you've got the Game Pass, you've got Gold that's doing really well, Xbox Live is really good. I think that they're going to, over the next couple of years, focus on these new studios that they've um, acquired and getting some exclusive, some more exclusives out. Because uh, then once they have that, you kind of have uh, a bit of a complete package because then you've got... You got the Game Pass, which supports backwards compatible games because they're on there as well. You, you they, they, they just added the uh, original Xbox games, which support, I believe, like upres 4K in in some sort of way. Uh, the 360 games do the same thing. Um, so they've got that kind of nailed down. Uh, I just think the only thing left that they need to focus on is the exclusives, and I think you will see some more of that over the next couple of years. It would be nice timeline-wise if like maybe two years or so or a year after the PS5 comes out that's when we start to see what these companies are working on now because it's not going to be I don't think that's a 2020 thing I think that's more of a 2021 22-ish because uh, some games take you know three to five years to make or if you're Last Guardian or Final Fantasy you take ten years um, yeah <laughs> uh, so I think that's roughly what they're allowed up to not maybe exactly like that but I think that's roughly the timeline we're looking at I think um, in by 2020 or 2021 or two, um, I think you'll see just a new version of the Switch. I think that they'll have to keep. I think what would really help Nintendo is if they still keep the same game cartridge thing. Uh, they still have a Nintendo Switch, but it's like a 2.0 version, uh, like a Nintendo Switch Plus or something, and. Uh, all the feedback they've got about like the Joy-Con sizes and some of the charging things and the D-pad that can be their chance to really fix them and then of course make the Switch more powerful because when you've got these uh, further generation games or next generation third party games coming out uh, so things like um, I'm not saying like Cyberpunk is going to be on the Switch necessarily but these more the games that are going to be coming out in the future so the Switch will, the new Switch would be able to support them because there's no way that in like um two years or whenever it's going to be when cyberpunk comes out that's that thing i don't think that's going to be on the switch so i think they'd have to come out in order for them to compete third party wise and have more support there which is what i alluded to earlier i think that they'd have to come out with like a, a plus version of it and uh it would yeah it would give them the chance to like i don't know make yeah make be- better battery life and have a more powerful system and fix some of the uh oh some of the complaints that uh people have what do you yeah. think nintendo might do uh, I don't know if they will do it. What I'd like to see them do is come out with, like, a Switch XL. And then just have, like, beefier Joy-Cons. Uh, you could do you that know, as well, yeah. Make it, make it physically designed for somebody that's not a nine-year-old kid. <laughs> Which I know that's going to be 80% of their market. But then again, they're also playing on nostalgia. Hmm. Yeah. Because all their games... As well, so you do have, like, dads with big yeah. hands and, and whatnot. So, yeah. Um... Well, hell, you don't even have to come out with a full console. Just come out with like a, a Joy-Con XL pack to where it's just uh, beefier uh, ones that still fit in the Joy-Con slot, just designed for people with bigger hands. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I think they'll probably go down that route as well. Because if you look at the two DS and the three DS, and then the XL and whatever, the um, I think the two DS games can play the three DS ones, and then you've got the XL versions. So I, I think that they'll probably like repeat that i'm not saying they'll come out with a 2d or 3d version of the switch i mean they could and you could probably turn off settings or whatever but because uh, they've come out with like different sizes for the ds's and stuff and i think that they'll basically um they could do along the lines of what both of us are saying which is they do a refreshed version of the switch that still re- that still supports the cartridges but then also maybe make a bigger version so yeah i think that they could do that um 
And then, what do you think in terms of games? Because that's basically hardware. Uh, yeah, well, like we talked about previously, uh, the games, they got to get new launches from third-party developers. I mean, it's cool and all that they are getting yeah. games like Doom and whatnot ported to the Switch, but they need to get uh, a lot more original games. They need to get a lot more games that are... Uh, you know, coming out same time, not like mm. two years old, three years old, something like that. Now, granted, that's going to be tough for them to do with the hardware limitations. Yeah, which is why they need of the switch, new hardware eventually. So yeah, yeah. But no, but to be fair though, they've never really cared about hardware. That's something that they've always, uh, you know, we'll just do games first, which is why I've always liked them, which is why I was always rooting for the switch to to not fail. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know if it was going to succeed to the level that it did. I just was hoping that it wouldn't fail. Mm, especially after uh, the Wii U. So. Yeah, especially after the <laughs> Wii U. Yeah. Which is why I'm a little, not hesitant, but just not as sold as uh, Smash Brothers being uh, a, a seller for the Wii U. Because, you know, they had Smash Brothers on the Wii U and it didn't sell the console. Um. So what about from games, uh, PlayStation and Xbox-wise? What do you expect to see, kind of, that one? Uh, games, obviously, with uh, um, with Xbox, you've got uh, uh, Crackdown 3 coming out here within the next year. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is probably not going to be till next year at the earliest. I hope it's earlier, because that demo we saw last week really got me hyped up to play the game. It looks super cool. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on the horizon. Uh, Sony is definitely in a better position with exclusives. I definitely think Microsoft needs to get on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then again, Microsoft is also putting itself in a position to be better, to be able to come out with more games on a more consistent uh, basis with all the theaters they've been buying up, the uh, studios they've been buying up, rather. so it's that's one of those things that's kind of hard to judge because Microsoft is uh, they're not playing it close to the vest because we kind of know what's going on, but they're definitely playing it not for now. They're definitely playing everything to be you know three years down the road, five years down the road, whatnot. Mm. That's why they've been doing all this backwards compatibility stuff, which can have been cheap, and you know I'm sure on some level it is making them money, but this is more to set up the ecosystem to where you don't have to think about buying a. Uh, a new, a new console every yeah. other year. Uh, what about um, PlayStation? Uh, they absolutely have to do some kind of backwards compatibility, at least to the yeah. PS4. If they don't, they... I mean, they've already shown that they're supremely arrogant with their last E3 conference. Mm. The fact that they had one demo and then made everybody move to an entirely different studio, that a different weird. theater... Yeah. Just to do that. I mean, that just reeks of arrogance. That reeks of we're in the lead. We know we're in the lead, so we're gonna do whatever the hell. And sometimes you get good stuff out of that, but that just came off really bad. At least for me, that came off pretty bad. Yeah. No, I agree. It was a weird conference and everything. Um, so, if you were to think of PS5 launch titles, what would they be? Uh it would have to be something that you associate with the PS4. So maybe another God of War. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's God of War a... 2, yeah. Well, 5. I mean, God, the God of <laughs> War that came so. out was 4. Yeah. Um next next God of War, yeah. 
Um, Neo 2 probably be ready by then. That was announced E3. Uh, yeah. Or might be ready by then. Um, maybe, maybe Last of Us 3 Uncharted. I think that will Although... be a... Um, I think Last of Us 2 will be a cross-gen thing. Either that or PS4 release and then PS5 comes out and it's backwards compatible. Because then it will be like, hey, this game just came out. You don't need like a remaster for it. So... Um, they could probably do that. I, I, I think. Uh, yeah. The ne- whatever the next Uncharted's gonna be, they did say going forward that like even though Nate's story is concluded, uh, or Drake's story is concluded, that um, they want to do more spin-offs and stuff. And I think the uh, Lost Legacy with Chloe and uh, Nadine was very good. Uh, maybe they could do a sequel with those characters, or you could focus on uh, like Sam and Sully or or something. Um, I think that will probably be a, a PS5 launch title. Uh, see, Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding, I'm not sure. I think uh, Ghost of Tsushima might be the same as Lost Us. That might be a cross-gen thing. I think that... I have a feeling that that um, Death Stranding's a PS5 launch title. And it doesn't come out on PS4. Yeah, that that one I could actually... Would make sense. I mean, it's still so early in the development. Mm. Even though they're still showing demos of it for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they'll probably come out with that stuff and then third-party games, uh, which of course they'll have not much problem with because uh, you know Xbox and PS4 they get the third-party games. So um, yeah, I, I think that's probably quite a solid launch lineup. You get you got Uncharted there, you got like maybe cross-platform thing with Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, and then you've got uh, God of War Two. You've got um, oh yeah, Nier. Um, they might have a second one. They said that they wanted to do that as a long-term franchise. Um, so that could probably come out. Uh, unless they, like, spread them out a bit. I don't know. But, uh, there's the... But, yeah, there's some, there's some option for them there, so. Uh, any other predictions? I think that's about it. Yeah, it's games, software, or hardware. Um, but yeah, Well, I, speaking, I... speaking of hardware, the, uh, the Xbox Adaptive Controller, which was helping people with, uh, they might have some limitations. Mm-hmm. Uh, that officially is out and launched, so that oh. you can uh, check out. Yeah, I saw some. Uh, there was a video yesterday. I, th- I think the guy's name was Brian. Maybe I, I don't remember him saying his name exactly. Uh, but he said like um, he'd gone over to his friend's house and passed, and he'd have trouble using the controller. And he said that like uh, this controller is very comfortable for me and stuff. Uh, and he, he was kind of basically expressing how happy he was. So, uh, really happy for him and other people like him, uh, that are able to game much more comfortably. He really did kind of stress, like, I really struggled with the, uh, original controllers. And he said that, like, this adaptive thing is, is very comfortable for me. So, um, that's really good. That's really good for those kind of people. because, uh, yeah. uh, everybody should be able to game. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, PlayStation and Nintendo, hopefully you'll come out with uh, with something. I wonder what the Joy-Cons are like to hold for, for those slightly less able. I don't know. I can't imagine those would be comfortable at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's several different ways you can use them. Uh, you can use them, like, on the Switch, on the... Uh, oh, what do you call it? The controller holder thing? I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Uh, and then you can use them, like, separately. But, yeah, they are a bit uncomfortable, so... Um, oh, speaking of Switch, I forgot to talk about this earlier. I bought a um, a gaming grip and a carry case, and the gaming grip has made things so much better. Because um, the Switch in a handheld doesn't exactly have handles. It's just like it's it's literally kind of 
a controller without a handle on it and it's a bit awkward to hold i did have like silicon stuff which was okay it was still a bit uncomfortable but it was better than like holding the switch normally but um i basically got this sort of yeah holder thing and it's got um essentially the the joy con holders that you have it's got those sort of handles and they go at the edges and the switch kind of just slots in uh, i've also got a carry case because i didn't well i didn't have one so i got one of those uh and and with the thing i got like 20 game cartridge holders or whatever um but that's good for those people that want it uh as well uh, i also got these little like thumb grips and they actually go inwards instead of out so my thumbs are able to control that a bit more so yeah i've been pretty happy with that last couple of days so um yeah that was that was quite good i got it from uh argos if anyone's curious uh i don't think that's in america but that's in the uk so uh, that's where i got that from as well um, but no, I think that's the end of this week's podcast. Uh, I think we talked about everything we wanted to. Um, the uh, Nintendo Direct is later. We will be talking about that next week. Um, if there's, you know, we'll probably probably pick and choose stuff. If there's like random 3DS games that we don't have interest in, then we won't really talk about those. But uh, I'm sure that I'm sure they have like some online stuff, some Smash stuff to talk about. So we'll probably talk about that stuff next week. Uh, until then, of course, I'll be playing Spider-Man. Look out on my Twitch channel for me going live with that. Uh, but yeah, that's everything for this week. Thank you all very much for uh, listening. You can find all of our content on entertainmenttalk.org, as I've mentioned before. Uh, if you'd like to support what we're doing here, sorry, if you'd like to get in contact with us, entertainmenttalk.com or entertainmenttalkuk.gmail.com. There's also Twitter at etalkuk. There's the Facebook group and the Facebook page. There's also the email form and the website, which you can fill out. Uh, you can uh, put your email and comment in there that will get sent to me as well um, yeah that's how you can contact us support if you'd like to support what we're doing here of course iTunes please rate and review and subscribe to the new feeds and the original entertainment talk feed that would help be helpful as well uh, of course like I said I'll be posting those on Twitter and Facebook if they get accepted hopefully they do uh, I'll let you guys know when those go live basically uh, and I'll be doing a bit more of that today um, yes, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Uh, Amazon affiliate link if you are shopping on Amazon, buying some games or whatever you like to buy from Amazon. Uh, you can please consider using our affiliate link. That's where we will get a small cut of the amount that you are spending, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. Uh, iTunes, I've already mentioned that enough times. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on those feeds. Um, and then word of mouth to your friends, family, neighbours, co-workers, anyone that you might talk to about the websites, just tell them the, the link or the iTunes feeds, show them show them that, so they can come and discover the content for themselves, and that would be really good. Uh, last thing to mention, uh, if you'd like to watch me and Robert play various different video games, he's got one on Mixer, and I've got one on Twitch, as I mentioned. Thank you all very much for listening to this week's episode, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>